Okay, that's for Alabama, who will not be in the college football playoff. Um, yes, they're good, and yes, that's probably the only reason that I dislike him is that them is that they've been so historically great throughout my lifetime, and it sucks, and I'm sick and tired of it. But for right now, they will not be winning the national championship this year. They won't be in the playoff. So I just wanted to play that. All right, now let's take it to the advertisement, and then we'll be back with an episode. Hey everybody, it's been a while and there's a lot to jump right into. I will be flying solo today. Hopefully I'll have Sammy to join me at some point soon. I'm sure he will. But for now, I will be taking the reins on this episode. And wow, some pretty big developments have happened in the college football world. I won't spend too much time talking about it because at this point you already probably know LSU beat Alabama a couple weeks ago and then music to my Ears a couple weeks later, Auburn knocked off Alabama, and we're gonna get a college football playoff without Alabama. College football's been pretty crazy over the past few weeks. Um, Ohio State destroyed Michigan again. Washington finishes seven and five, beat the Cougars in the Apple Cup. Luckily, Chris Peterson then steps down as head coach of the Huskies because he wasn't having fun anymore. I mean, that's his own personal choice, I guess. He can do what he wants, but. You're getting paid $4 million a year to coach a football team, not to have fun. But, hey, we have Jimmy Lake stepping up, and he's one of the best defensive coordinators, I think, in all of college football. But with that being said, let's jump into what's going on today at uh, Thursday on December 5th here in the year of our Lord, 2019. And the main topic here that I'm going to be addressing is the college football playoff race. All right. Now, first of all, I... it's exciting to debate who's going to get this four spot and who's going to slide into these spots in the college football playoff. I could not be happier that Alabama is not a part of that discussion. I mean, they've been in every single playoff. I do not like Alabama. Um, I was thrilled when they lost to LSU. I was even more thrilled when they lost to Auburn. Um, I mean, I was watching the game. It was an amazing game. And then I had to go get dragged to watch Frozen 2 with my family, and so I missed the very end of the game. I get a text from my dad saying, Alabama missed a 30-yard field goal, and then lined up with 12 men on the field on a fourth down and four, got a five-yard penalty, Auburn won the game. And I just said, Merry Christmas. I mean, I could not have had better news at that point in the world of sports than Alabama losing. It is refreshing to have a college football playoff without the Alabama Crimson Tigers Crimson Tigers, Crimson Tide, the Alabama Crimson Tide. Man, I'm rusty. It's been a while. But a playoff without the Alabama Crimson Tide. 10-2 now, Alabama sits. They're number 12 in the playoff ranking. That's the worst ranking they've ever had in the playoff. Um, Mac Jones threw two huge pick sixes. They have no wins over teams that are currently in the top 25. And obviously no conference or division title. So... Pretty poor season by Alabama standards, obviously. It'll be nice to see them in the Citrus Bowl or something like that, you know. Um, I, so, hey, I mean, everyone everyone said Alabama. I picked Alabama to win the national championship this year. I really thought they would. The Alabama dynasty's not over, like a lot of people are saying. I mean, they're... I, I think they have taken a step down from being the clear-cut consensus number one team every year which is a great thing. But that being said, they're always, at least in the Saban era, 
in these next few years at the very least with these great recruit classes going to be one of the four or five or six teams that is consistently contending for the national championship. Okay, those teams, it looks like for the next few seasons, those teams are going to be LSU, Clemson, Ohio State, Alabama, and maybe like Oklahoma or Georgia. Okay, those those are the four to six teams that are consistently going to be competing for that national championship. So Alabama's out, which is great news, but now we need to figure out who's in for that four slot. And it really boils down to these con- these conference championships, okay? Um, I believe that LSU is going to beat Georgia. I think Georgia is going to start off hot like they often do in these SEC championships, and LSU is going to kind of need to find their motivation a little bit. I mean, they could burden a loss and still make the playoffs, so I think they're going to have trouble finding their motivation early. But then that LSU offense and Joe Burrow is going to be too overpowering. And I think Georgia is going to get too conservative. I think Jake Fromm might make a few mistakes in a huge game defining his college career. And I think LSU is going to end up pulling out the win. So I have LSU winning the SEC. And what I think this will actually do is propel LSU to number one in the college football playoff ranking. I I believe that they will get the one seed, which is huge because it's looking like Clemson's going to get the three seed and the three seed plays the two seed. And let me tell you, people would much, 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 much rather be playing Georgia or Utah or Oklahoma right now than Clemson. So that one seed is huge for either Ohio State or LSU. Um. Let's segue into the Big Ten. I think Ohio State is going to beat Wisconsin. I don't think it'll be that close. Ohio State and LSU have been the two best teams this year, two of the best quarterbacks in the country. Ohio State clapped Michigan. I can understand their number one rating for now, but I think an LSU win over a number four Georgia needs to propel LSU into the number one slot. And I understand that Texas hasn't had a great season, but... LSU, if they beat Georgia, will have had five wins over teams that were in the top 10 at the time they played them this season. Okay, so I think that needs to get LSU into the one seed. I mean, they have uh, the Heisman winner quarterback. There's a 96% chance. Um, Their running back, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, is one of the best in the country. And they have a Bolitnikoff finalist too, Jamar Chase at wide receiver. By the way, they have Jordan Jefferson, one of the other top receivers in the country too. A great O-line, great coaching at LSU. And their defense, which people were thinking wasn't great, especially when they gave up 41 points to Alabama, well, they just held Texas A&M to seven garbage time points in an absolute rout. So I think that assuming – I listen – I'm not going to assume LSU is going to win. I'm not going to assume any of these results are going to happen. But this is what we're going with is going to happen as according to my predictions. LSU wins, which I think should slot them in the one seed. Because I think Georgia is a lot better than Wisconsin. So Ohio State beats Wisconsin. Ohio State gets number two. Ohio State has to play number three in the semifinal, which will be Clemson. Because, listen... It's the popular pick right now to say Virginia is going to make it close against Clemson, maybe even win, which would just garner absolute chaos in the college football playoff. But I don't think it's going to happen. I think Clemson honestly maybe covers the spread, which I think is 
29 points, I'm pretty sure, which is ridiculous considering Virginia is ranked. But Clemson is really hitting their stride after that North Carolina loss. I mean, Dabo Swinney's been complaining about their ranking and beefing with Paul Feinbaum. But it doesn't really matter. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is playing like the quarterback we thought he would be preseason. Travis Etienne is maybe the most underrated running back in the country. We all know about their wide receivers. Justin Ross, one of the best receivers in the country. And a couple of the great linebackers in the country on the defensive end. And then they have Isaiah Simmons, who's one of the better defensive players in the country. They still have a great defensive season despite losing all the talent they lost last season. Clemson's hitting their stride, so I think it's going to be number two versus number three. Clemson gets number three and plays number two, Ohio State. Now we get to the fun part, which is the number four seed, okay? Um, Utah plays Oregon tomorrow, and as a Husky fan, I want Utah to win. I don't like Oregon. Um, I don't want Oregon to win the Pac-12. It's And I think Utah will win. I really do. Utah is playing for so much right now. This is one of their major seasons in their program history, uh, right up there with that 2008 season where they beat Alabama in the Sugar Bowl. But this is a huge, huge game for Utah coming in at number five. A lot of people are saying win and they're in, which obviously isn't true. And that makes the assumption that the number four team in the country is going to lose this week, which I don't care who they're playing. You can't make the assumption that the number four team in the country is going to lose this week. So... I think Utah wins this game. I really do. Their defense is playing at such a high level. And I know that some of these wins haven't been pretty. But Utah gets the wins. And when they do, they look dominating. I mean, I listened to Joel Klatt talk about it. He said that in terms of the eye test, Utah's a great team. I mean, they have no resume. But if I'm talking about who's going to win, Utah or Oregon... I have to take Utah. I mean, I'm sorry. Oregon looked completely flat against Arizona State. Up until the final few minutes, they were playing horrible. Justin Herbert is not playing to the peak of his potential that we all thought he would. I mean, he's had a good season, but these past few games, he hasn't been great. And Oregon's defense, which looked supernatural at the beginning of the season, has shown some cracks, and Utah is just simply playing for more. I think they're the better team. I think they're going to control the clock and the time of possession with a healthy Zach Moss, who's one of the, maybe the best running back in the Pac-12. Tyler Huntley's playing better than he ever has before, and of course, that amazing defense, and Kyle Whittingham with the coaching. The Ducks are a little bit banged up too, so I think Utah wins this game. I'm not going to tell you whether I think they will or should get into the four slot yet, but I think Utah wins tomorrow (laughs) tomorrow (laughs) evening. Which brings me to the other team that has a shot at the playoff, which is Oklahoma. I think they're going to beat Baylor, okay? Um, They've done it before. Baylor had a huge lead, but Oklahoma stormed back. I think that Jalen Hurts is going to play well. I think that... um, the Oklahoma offense is frankly too good to be stopped right now. And I could see Baylor winning this game. I really could. But when you look at Baylor's wins, I mean, they were close against teams like South Dakota State. They really don't have any great wins. And the scenario that people don't really talk about is, I mean, we've we've all heard the Utah versus Oklahoma debate. But what we haven't heard so much is the 
Baylor versus Utah debate because there's a decent shot that Baylor defeats Oklahoma, in which case who has a better resume, Utah or Baylor? And I think that they're similar in a lot of ways, and I'll get to that when I get back. Okay, so when we're talking about Baylor, I mean, I think that Oklahoma is going to beat Baylor. I really do, and I do think that the discussion is going to come down to Oklahoma or Utah for that fourth spot. But say Baylor beats Oklahoma on Saturday, let's take a quick look at Baylor's resume real quick. They're th- I was wrong that they were close to South Dakota State. I don't know why I thought of that. Uh, I think Minnesota might have played them or something. But Baylor's three non-conference wins were over Stephen F. Austin, UTSA, and Rice by eight. They then proceeded to beat Iowa State by two, which is fine. Iowa State's a tough team. Uh, they beat Kansas State, took Texas Tech to two overtimes, convincingly won against Oklahoma State, scraped by West Virginia by three, then took TCU to three overtimes, barely won, lost to Oklahoma, beat Texas, and beat Kansas. So really when we're looking at their best win here, it's probably over Kansas State, which is the team that Oklahoma lost to, but there's no uh, no great wins in here for Baylor and Frankly, they're lucky to even be the seventh-ranked team in the country right now. I mean, like I said, they scraped a win over West Virginia. They scraped across a win over Iowa State, and they have no great wins. I mean, they just simply haven't been that great of a team this year. Are they a top-10 team? Yes. Are they having a great season? Of course. Are they one of the top four teams in college football? No. And would they get destroyed by LSU or Ohio State or Clemson? Absolutely. Charlie Brewer, their quarterback, has 20 touchdowns and six interceptions this season, not even 3,000 yards. Dude, you're playing in the Big 12 and you have 20 touchdowns and 2,900 yards. That needs to be improved, man. I mean, this is the Big 12 we're talking about. So, again, I think Oklahoma will win, but under no circumstance, unless Utah loses, Georgia loses, and Baylor wins, under no other circumstance should Baylor be in the playoff. They simply shouldn't, even if they avenge the loss to Oklahoma. But what I will say is that the, uh, Utah is... Many people want to say Utah's in a similar situation as Baylor. I mean, obviously no huge convincing wins. Uh, I, no, no wins over great teams for Utah either. The one team that's currently in the top 25 that they've played, they lost to, evidently being USC. But the difference here is that Utah has AVI test, and Utah has blown out teams that they've beaten. I mean, they uh, they beat Washington State by 25. They beat Oregon State, who, by the way, isn't that bad this year. And I apologize for my preseason prediction that Oregon State was going to be terrible. They beat them by 45. They held Arizona State to three. They shut out Cal. Uh, they beat Washington. They beat UCLA 49-3. to They beat Arizona 35-7. to And they just beat Colorado 45-15. to I mean, they're coming in with so much momentum into the Pac-12 championship, which I think they will win. They're playing like a great team right now. Here's what Joel Klatt had to say about Utah. Number four. I understand that they don't have a ranked win. Um, that's problematic, their resume. Uh, more on that in just a second. But when you look at their level of dominance and balance, it's been very good. 
Very good. One of the best defenses in the country, one of the most efficient offenses in the country. And one thing that's been different this year for them on offense is the fact that Tyler Huntley has gotten the ball down the field. You look at what he has been in terms of uh, yards per attempt, it's right up there with some of the national leaders. They have Zach Moss in the backfield. Remember their one loss, he was not available for three quarters against USC as he was banged up. Um, like I said, resume is going to be very problematic. They have been dominant as a team. In fact, in their last, I believe, eight games, they've won by an average of 29. It's a lot. LS so there's someone who knows more than me giving some analysis. <laughs> I'll mix that in there. But I pretty much agree with everything he said. I mean, Utah's been dominating lately. And the other thing that Joel said, if we shift from Baylor because I said Oklahoma would win the Big 12 and we start talking about the Oklahoma versus Utah debate, this would be an Oklahoma team with two wins over Baylor, which is better than any win that Utah has had. Oregon and Baylor, an argument could be made there, but Oklahoma hypothetically beaten Baylor twice, Utah hypothetically only beat Oregon once. So again, there's an argument to be made there. It really comes down to resume versus eye test. And on the eye test, Utah looks a lot better than Oklahoma. I mean, Oklahoma's defense, while improved, still is not a great defense. And they've had some brutally close games that just should not have been close. Jalen Hurts has been sloppy as times. For as great as he is, he's been sloppy, whereas Tyler Huntley on the flip side, maybe not as dynamic as Jalen Hurts, but he's been poised and he's been, frankly, excelling consistently at Utah. Not to say that Jalen Hurts hasn't, and Jalen Hurts is a great player, but he has been sloppy at times. Um, so it comes down to, I mean, Oklahoma will have the better resume. Utah's resume is not going to be great. They will have one signature win which they haven't even won yet. It's the game against Oregon tomorrow, and it has almost a 50-50 chance of going either way. So it's that win against Oregon. Besides that, not much there. But when you look at the dominance of their defense and how few points they've been holding teams to and how well and fine-tuned their offense has really been playing, Utah looks like a better team than Oklahoma. And I'm a Pac-12 guy, so there's a little bit of bias there. They did beat the Huskies, who obviously the Huskies are not very good, but it's it's still a tough place to play on Montlake. And they came in there and came back and got the win. But let's just be clear. So I, I think Utah should get the number four seed, assuming they beat Oregon, which I believe they will. But I want to make one thing clear. They're going to get clapped by LSU or Ohio State, um, and when I say clapped, it maybe two scores. I don't mean they'll lose by 50, but I believe they will lose in the first round, which is fine. I mean, it's a great season either way for the Utes, but this is probably the pinnacle for Utah, considering their um, recruiting for next season is dead last in the Pac-12. And Utah USC is second to last, which you wouldn't expect. But guess what? They just brought Clay Hilton back for another year, so that'll make it way better, right? Um no Urban Meyer to USC for another year at least. So I think Utah should slide into the four spot. And I have LSU winning the SEC, Clemson winning the ACC, Oklahoma winning the Big 12, Ohio State winning the Big 10, Utah winning the Pac-12. We'll throw in there Boise State winning the Mountain West and maybe having a shot at getting that Cotton Bowl 
group of five bid, if they are the highest group of five team, even after that Memphis-Cincinnati game is played this weekend, if that's a close, hard-fought, solid game, it's really going to not be great for Boise State in their hopes to get that Cotton Bowl bid. So that's how I see it shaking out, but I'm excited to watch it all this weekend. Conference championship weekend, maybe the second best weekend in college football behind last weekend, which is rivalry weekend. So we will see how it all shakes out, and I'll be Johnny on the spot after it happens.